0: Welcome to the Clifford Chance Careers podcast. Our ARCUS conversation series is led by our ARCUS LGBT network at Clifford Chance and looks to explore topics that are relevant to the LGBT lived experience and to discuss how this informs who we are and how we work. Today we are talking about Lesbian Visibility Week, which is recognised globally as running from the 26th of April to the 2nd of May. It is a time when our LGBT community comes together to celebrate and commemorate the achievements of people who define as lesbian. It gives us a chance to recognise lesbian identity and culture while showing solidarity with bisexual and queer women and non-binary people across the world. This day urges us to acknowledge the stereotypes, judgment and lack of representation lesbians often face and to carve out some very specific time to ensure lesbians are visible in the world and wider queer community. Today, you'll be hearing from two people, Jen Longstaff, based in the Newcastle office in the UK, and Christy Lee, based in our Sydney office in Australia, about how they have found life at Clifford Chance as out women at the firm. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to today's
1: podcast. My name is Christy Lee Malik, and my pronouns are she and her, and I'm a practice support coordinator in the litigation and dispute resolution team and co-lead of the Arcus Australia Network.
2: And I'm Jen Longstaff.
1: I'm a legal technology advisor
2: from the Newcastle office in the UK and my pronouns are also she, her.
1: We're here today to celebrate Lesbian Visibility Day, which is recognised annually on the 26th of April. Lesbian Visibility Day is a day for championing all women in the LGBTQ community and Clifford Chance has asked myself and Jen to discuss our personal experiences as identifying lesbian women as well as the importance of visibility for out women in the workplace. So let's kick off the podcast with some questions. First off to you, Jen, why is it important to have visibility and representation about women?
2: I think it's important that women who are already part of the firm that maybe aren't out but would like to be, or others who are looking to join feel they have people that represent something about who they are, From my perspective, it's also really important that they feel comfortable being 100% themselves when they're at work and they don't have to say if they prefer my partner for fear of judgment and they can feel safe saying things such as my girlfriend or even my wife. I think it must be really, really difficult if you're in an environment where you find, you know, you can't find anyone you can identify with. Um, I mean, I've got no personal evidence, but I don't doubt that a lack of representation can be quite a force in making people feel like they have to remain secretive about themselves, um, especially if they can't see anyone who's like them or they don't have any kind of role models to look up to. I think it must be quite hard. Yeah, of course. What are some of the things Clifford Chance does in relation to promoting out women in the workplace in terms of your
1: experience? Yeah, well, the one thing that I really appreciate about Clifford Chance is that we're always encouraged to be our true authentic selves at all times and in doing so we're provided with opportunities such as this podcast. This really shows that the firm understands that leadership and role models exist everywhere and at every level and that you're and your voice is heard and supported. Um, In addition to this podcast, last year I had the opportunity to uh, organize, moderate and present at a global event for International Lesbian Day um, with one of the diversity companies, here's Women's Network, um, whose focus is to generate greater awareness for the unique challenges faced by all women who identify or may be perceived as women in the workplace. And the event showcased visible LGBTQ plus women sharing their journeys, identifying the difficulties they may have faced and how they overcame these struggles and achieved success in their respective industries. This event included a stellar panel from Amazon, BHP, Prime Diversity, and one of our partners from Clever Chance Amsterdam, Hi Ilsa, and was attended virtually by over 110 allies across the world. And it's by wow. having these kinds of platforms and events that generate discussions and allow us to share our experiences in hopes to promote a safe and inclusive environment for not only lesbian women, but for all members of the queer community. Um, Another thing I really respect about Clifford Chance is the firm often showcases stories of queer role models via our internet page or uh, the external website and also via LinkedIn. So they're not afraid um, to let us share our stories. And it really shows that how much pride Clifford Chance has and appreciates the importance of you know, the voices that represent the LGBTQ plus community within CC. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's via these kinds of channels that I've connected with other identifying women, as well as finding mentors and role models across the network. So it's yeah, it's amazing all the things that CC does. Yeah. Jen, were you ever the only identifying member at, at your workplace at any point? And if you were, how did this make you feel? And did you feel comfortable being a true authentic self at work?
2: Um, in my CC office in Newcastle until fairly recently when a, a much younger member joined the team at 18 actually as an apprentice um, I was the only kind of person who was out as gay female in the office. Um, personally, I've had no issues in any work environment, being honest about who I am. Um, in my office in my office now, sorry, I haven't experienced any discrimination or felt out of place ever. Um, obviously, I work with some really great people. But there's also great inclusion, training, education and awareness provided by Clifford Chance to all employees. That's been probably hugely effective in helping people understand I'm just another person and they like me for my qualities or dislike some of my flaws rather than making me a label that's categorised into a box and is only treated that way. Um, So I feel, yeah, really comfortable and have for quite a few years, actually, I've always been very clear and honest about who I am.
1: That's
2: really lovely. Um, Yeah, I've been really lucky with that as well. I think I know that I'm blessed in that. And kind of same question to you. You know, were you ever the only identifying person at your workplace? How how did you feel about it? When were you comfortable being out in your true self?
1: yeah well i've been with um clifford chance for nine years this year and which is a bloody long time um Mm -hmm. but i've been the only identifying lesbian woman in the sydney office for basically the whole time uh we've had we've got at the moment over 120 employees in sydney alone and i'm still the only identifying lesbian woman that i'm aware of um as far as i know there's only been one other openly identifying lesbian woman i've met at clifford chance in sydney who's since me back to London, unfortunately, so there goes <laughs> my other half. Um, but there may have been others even now who identify and might just not feel comfortable disclosing the sexuality, which of course yeah. is 100% their choice and one that I really respect. Um, mm-hmm. In saying that, I've also never felt embarrassed or unaccepted in the workplace and have always felt included and supported by our firm in particular. It's really amazing to work for a business that's so passionate about diversity and inclusion mm-hmm for all members of the LGBTQ community. And in saying that, I'm extremely grateful for ARCUS' network's global reach, which has really enabled me to connect with other lesbian women, such as yourself, Jen, and as well as being able to attend events and participate in activities to shine the light on queer women. During this year in particular, I really aim to inspire others to be their true authentic selves in hopes this will really encourage those who might not be out at work to do the same. It's by being your, you know, true authentic self that you never just know who you could help. Just by being you and being out and being proud. So, yeah, that's my story. Um, but yeah, I'm, it's been a long journey, and I'm really, really happy to to be surrounded by, you know, the support of the CC Arcus Network. Um, in saying that, Jen, have you um have you ever been stereotyped or questioned on your sexuality in the workplace? And how have you handled these situations i know it can be very common um, as a lesbian to be referred to as many things um but has this ever happened to you and how did you handle it
2: um yeah unfortunately um with another employer um in a previous role many years ago in kind of my early 20s i worked in an environment which it could be quite intimidating at times um due to two lads i'll say with in inverted commas that i worked with Um, And I worked with them quite closely on the team, you know, most of the time it was okay. But occasionally they used to make some really derogatory and really offensive comments. They used to sit opposite the doors where you'd come in and out of the office and sometimes just kind of throw some quite hurtful words out there or just make statements. Um, At the time I never really reported it, to be honest I wasn't hugely bothered. uh, To be frank I would just brush it off, I just thought they were idiots because I was comfortable, you know, I was out, It didn't. I didn't feel intimidated or threatened by them doing it. But later on down the line, I did find out they were doing the same thing to some gay guy um, and he'd actually reported it to the employer um, and there was just no repercussions. In the end, they just moved the guy that these two lads had been kind of verbally abusing in essence. And it's really, really wrong that kind of moving the victim and not dealing with the problem. Um, so I'd never not speak out again, even if... You know, it didn't bother me because it's really important that you do speak out because even if it doesn't bother you, there's somebody else that might really affect. Yeah. Um, Christy Lee, so what's been your biggest achievement as an LGBTQ plus woman in the workplace to date?
1: Yeah, so my biggest achievement is seeing uh, Clifford Chance Australia recognised as uh, GOLD, which is a top organisation in the uh, AWEI, which is the Australian Workplace Equality Index. Uh, which is Australia's definitive national benchmark on LGBTQ plus workplace and inclusion, which I'm so proud to say that I've played a part in achieving. Um, when I started with Clifford Chance in 2012, the only real presence of a uh, LGBTQ network or ARC for us was the annual Pride Art exhibition flyers that we received from the London office once a year. Um, I kind of felt that in my position as a junior legal secretary at the time, I couldn't really make any difference or impact uh, on the culture due to my role in the organization but after so many years of feeling like there was an absence of this Arcus network and with no representation of queer awareness in the Australian offices And also seeing the success of other businesses pride networks and going to those kinds of events and functions and networking I decided to reach out to one of the associates in the Perth office who'd just joined the firm and asked the same questions that I was asking and I I reached out via email and it was with just that we revamped the Arcus brand in in Australia Um, in saying this Arcus Australia has gone on to win so many awards on behalf of the firm for its diversity and inclusion initiatives as well as enable those in the network, no matter their roles, to be recognised as role models. And on top of all of that, several people in ARCUS Australia have been nominated and have been winners of various um, DNI awards due to their involvement with ARCUS initiatives, which I think is really, really amazing. Considering, you know, back then there was nothing, and now we're just, you know, s- stealing awards from everyone. But um, but you know, the the one thing that that stops all of this is, you know some people aren't out in the office and we need to think why um you know we've got all of these diversity networks so present so at the front but some people still feel the need to disclose um their sexuality in the office and i'd be really keen to hear your thoughts jen as to why you think there are still a number of out women who aren't in the office
2: yeah i mean i think this was touched on it could, could be down to a lack of representation that could be one reason and obviously i can't speak this as fact um I think another reason it could be generational potentially because um, there's a large gap in the number of years difference between entry or junior level employees who are probably more comfortable being out um, and those that are in higher positions such as directors or partners Um, and maybe those people that are in those more senior positions now at the time they were progressing through their careers and sexuality if not heterosexual it was less openly discussed um and potentially they've just been so used to not being overtly public about who they are for so many years it just feels a little bit too late to be out about it now or you know or change how they approach conversations and present themselves um or it could also be just as you said earlier there's just not many of us about um which is why it's really important for podcasts like this for the Arcus networks for all of the events that clifford chance put on and to be there so that you know people have Um, other people like us that can be seen or there for others to seek support from um, or just speak to or reach out, you know, and make contacts.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Um, I I feel I feel I feel exactly the same. I think um, I think mm -hmm. fear prevents um, some people from bringing their full selves to work, which could be due to underrepresentation of openly um, identifying LGBTQ plus individuals and Mm -hmm. leaders in their workplace. But I'd like to think these days, most companies are doing all they can to fly the rainbow flag as high as possible. But for smaller organisations and like this might not be the case yet, which in turn can cause some to stay in the closet. Um, At Clifford Chance, however, I've never had this feeling and I've always been surrounded by support and really been encouraged to be a voice of change, which I must admit there have been times that I've thought it might be easier to conceal my sexuality, which I have done outside of the workplace. Sometimes even for safety or to avoid countless questions like, why did you choose to be a lesbian? Have you tried being with a man? You just haven't found the right man yet, yada yada. But now um, I'm now really confident in who I am as a person and really proud to say things like referencing my wife in conversations, which I previously would have said my partner to avoid any questions. Um, but I really have extreme pride being out in the office at Clifford Chance and I'm really fortunate to be surrounded by such a strong support network of allies at CC.
2: Yeah, I think having a dedicated group of individuals, like the Chances Inclusion Team, it's a real win for people who work here and for the firm as well. Other businesses could really benefit from, you know, looking at the structure and the dedication that's put in to making people feel included from that group. Um, you know, we're such a diverse world and we're all, no matter how we identify, we can all learn something about other, or how others might experience discrimination. Um, and whether it's intentional or unintentional actions by others that they find offensive or hurtful. Um, and I think we could also learn how others would like to be treated. You know, teams like the Inclusion Team and the Arcus Network, um, they bring all the people and all the pieces together and they educate us all on how to be more inclusive and better allies for everyone, really. Do you agree? Do you have anything to add?
1: Yeah, I think first and foremost, it's critical that businesses have an active uh, pride network. You know having yeah. this kind of established network fosters and promotes a safe community and allows those to connect with others that identify which is so important especially mm-hmm. to those who are new to the workplace but also those who might have come from a place where they have previously felt isolated and you know have chosen not to come out due to lack of representation um another thing is having leadership from partners who encourage the promotion of ally networks and most importantly attend um events hosted by pride networks you know these things are important and they matter to people so you know please encourage you know partners everyone to attend these kinds of events um it really does make a difference uh having grievance officers specific to lgbtq issues are available and that are trained to assist with um issues you know that are that happen to those in the lgbtq plus community mm-hmm. um, having policies in place that protect uh, those from the lgbtq plus community making sure that you know if instances happen that they're you know reported and Rectified, I know you spoke earlier saying that, you know, you would speak up now, and it's very important um, because if you see anything, maybe some people might not think they're protected um, by, you know, the things that other people are saying, but it's super important. Um, Visibility, which is what this whole podcast is about, and diversity, uh, having rainbows present everywhere, pride merchandise available to everyone. Um, having visible rainbows around the office i don't know about you jen but it just makes me smile and you you don't know the impact of a rainbow and how safe you can make people like people feel when there are rainbow flags present or pride merchandise visible at someone's workstation or at their reception area Um, i know that's where our trophies are for arcus so um we're very proud and lastly providing education and training to all staff including you know specific to how to be an ally as well as gender and pronoun training and inclusivity in language training um i think are all really important in you know maintaining the the best for our lgbtq+ plus staff and our friends um it's it's super important that we use the correct pronouns and you know we we band together to make sure that you know we give them the best training possible and the most up to date training um but yeah that's that's my view on what businesses can do to create a culture of inclusion.
2: Yeah, and I think we're just so lucky to cliff a chance to kind of, you know, every single thing that each of us have mentioned that we've got every single one and they take the box on every single one. Um, and we're really, as I say, really lucky to have that.
1: Of course. Well, we'd like to thank you for joining us today to celebrate Lesbian Visibility Day. And please feel free to contact both myself and Jen with any questions you might have in relation to the podcast or just to say hello. Yeah, definitely.
0: With Be Proud, Stay Safe and Always Be You. You've been listening to the Clifford Chance Careers podcast. If you enjoyed this, you may be interested in listening to some of our past episodes. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel to stay up to date on future episodes coming soon. And to find out more about Clifford Chance and the Arcus Network, please visit our website.